check it out. Un-territory. Ain't nobody been there. You understand? Undiscovered. So call somebody and tell somebody. There's a new day, and there's also a new sheriff in the town. A lot of things will be exposed real soon. Love you. Be good. promoters and welcome back to the uncharted territory podcast this is episode 140 i'm Corey olson i'll be leading our panel discussion tonight and what a discussion we've got we've got a lot of content from you the listeners the promoters uh we're gonna uh, ask us anything episode thank you for all the contributions on the discussion board we're gonna have to kind of break this up into multiple episodes uh just so we don't go on too long uh but before we get into those questions uh, let's talk the weather in our various regions here in the twin cities maplewood area uh, it was a little bit cooler through most of the day, uh, almost a little chilly, not chilly, but a little, almost a little autumnal, you might say. Uh, lower 70s during the day, felt really nice, and uh, it was a nice break from all the heat and humidity. Uh, we've gotten a little bit of rain here and there, finally, uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, not, not a lot, still kind of dry here, so hopefully we'll, we'll get some more. Uh, well, let's head over to Virginia and Stu Lowry. Stu, uh, how is the weather in your neck of the woods? Weather is atrocious, Corey. It's uh, <laughs> going to be 92, 90 to, 92 to 96 the next 10 days with you know Ooh. probably about 85% humidity. I cannot stand this stuff. I may be moving soon to Minnesota in the summertime, although you guys don't always get the coolest coolest weather either. But uh, yeah. Eh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I feel about Virginia weather. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just, oh, cannot wait for football season. We're getting close. And with football season brings a uh, Brings cooler weather, so I'm ever hopeful. Mm -hmm. But delighted to be here. I've got AEW on in the background, talking with my buddies tonight about all the stuff we like to talk about. So life's good. And yeah, life is good. Uh, and Tim Dalton, how is life out in Buffalo? Well, things are nice here. It's uh, you know, it's not as humid as it has been the last uh, the last week or two, and it was about uh, 80 or 81 today. So not uh, not not significantly horrible as it is in Virginia. Um, looks like we're going to be in like the low 80s to mid 80s uh, for, for a while here. So um, th things are good. It's a good good time to play park golf, uh, just in case you I hadn't made that plug before. Right, right. Very good. How was Park Golf League tonight? Good. I shot a 57, which is not as nice as I would like. But uh, one of the women that I play with, she shot a 61, which for her is amazing. So she was thrilled. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Very good. Very good. Well, let's head south of me to Gilbert, Iowa, and my big brother, Chad Olson. Chad, how is everything in the land of Gilbert? Well, I was awakened 
in the middle of the night, about five o'clock, not the middle, towards the latter half, the perpendicular, I don't know. Yeah. I woke up with a thunderstorm, which resulted in our dog, April, deciding to sit on my head because she was scared of oh, no. the storm. So she was trembling quite a bit. So uh, we got like about two and a half inches of rain. Okay. Um, and uh, it was a, it was a big drink. We didn't need quite all that at once. And then today it kind of kept it a little overcast, so it didn't mm-hmm. get super humid. But it's been kind of gross the last couple of days. So okay, uh, looks like for next week, heading into the big uh, Galacticon TNT Hall of Fame. If you've been in Waterloo before in July, it's the weather you know and love. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Walking across the uh, Skywalk of Death. Um, just be prepared to have your flesh burned. Yes, it is very hot in that skywalk, ladies and gentlemen. For those first-time attendees to Waterloo, uh, be prepared. You've been warned. Is the skywalk functional now between the uh, hotel and the convention center? I think so. Okay. Was it not last year? I don't remember. I, I, I thought remember I, for some reason I thought it wasn't, but I may I could be wrong. I, I know at one point it, it seemed like they were working on the HVAC, but I don't think it took. So okay. I don't know. I, right. I know I know. either last year or the year before, Thunderbolt Patterson and I w- walked together across the skywalk. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I thought that's what Chad was going to say. He was awakened in the middle of the night, and it was a Thunderbolt Patterson. <laughs> no, but it was Thunderbolt Patterson's birthday on Saturday, Sunday. So. Very nice. Well, happy belated birthday to Thunderbolt. Yeah, I think he is 82 years old. Yes. Get him, T-Bolt. Good Today, for him. also Rock Riddle's birthday. Mm-hmm. There you go. Also, Troy Peterson's 50th birthday. Nobody yes. cares about that. Yeah, I mean, so we got a lot of birthdays in the whole TNT Hall of Fame family. Right wow. Now, so. Awesome. And in the, in the uh, Phil Skinner Games family on uh, the same day as Thunderbolt, it was also Nacho Barrera's birthday. Also Nacho Barrera's birthday. Very who nice. Here, who here got a promotion in their job and got a congratulatory face bam- message from Nacho Barrera last Thursday? Oh, just me? Okay, well, yes. suckers. You know, I saw your promotion. I and meaning to comment on it congrats oh also <laughs> how do you know that without being on, you're weird i like to go on facebook but I don't have a cop also brian vanderwall's birthday today yeah so I, saw, I saw your promotion LinkedIn. sorry oh okay linkedin that's okay you know who else congratulated me on linkedin that i thought i'd cut ties from my ex-mother-in-law <laughs> oh interesting yeah did oh not did not like that comment did not respond to that comment i need to figure out how to unlink <laughs> You're a good man. And you unfriend people on LinkedIn. I'm not sure that's a thing. I mean, I don't know, but it's going to happen. You unlink. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> D-link. D-link. D-link, boss. Sorry. Like Lance, a nothing like Lancelot Link, though? <laughs> Very oh, my gosh. Oh, nice. I just went to a barbecue restaurant for happy hour, and I saw an incredible sausage link. I had the burnt ends. Tim, we got a new place Yum. to go Sunday night when you come to town. Yum. Sounds good. Sounds, All right. Sounds good, man. Well, with all that, let's move on to our news of the week. Of course, we weren't with you last week because of the Independence Holiday, Independence Day holiday. Uh, but we do have a lot of big announcements as we get closer and closer to the next releases. And of course, Galacticon and Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, for the GWF Origins 2139, in the last couple of weeks, we had the announcement of, I think we've settled on the name Musk. And uh, this past Monday, as we record, we also have the announcement of Purge, a female warrior she looks very mean, very tough, and very interested to see how she does. Uh, Muska, as we mentioned on Roll Up last week, is the former Death Knight. And I know we had another name, and I forgot right now what that was. The Loyalist. Um, loyalist. Loyalist. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, so he's been uh, other characters before, uh, but very interested to see uh, these these two characters and how they play into things. Uh, Chad, what are your thoughts on these two? Um, I mean, I think they, the artwork looks great on both of them. I think we talked a little bit on Roll Up about Mr. Moosk. Um, Purge looks uh, very cool as well. I, I like the uh, whatever that alien is. I hope Stu likes it because they are not green. They are orange. Also, they have they seem to have four fingers instead of the traditional five. Mm -hmm. um, and she's a powerful female warrior. Mm -hmm. And she's going to kick around some Lady Grandmaster, Killer Queen, Storm, and Bulldoze. So looks good. Can't wait to see it. Excellent. Very good. Tim? I thought the artwork was great. I thought they both look really cool. Um, Going to be interesting to kind of see. Like I said, you know, I'll probably read. The, I, don't, I don't play the current GWF, but I'd probably grab a booklet while I'm... Uh, sitting around in Waterloo and, and take a read through the story, but uh, looks pretty cool so far. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't currently play Jim yet, but I'm, I'm very intrigued by the announcements that have come out so far for the 2139 set. Stu? I'm going to reiterate my stance on a uh, roll up that Musk is green, uh, but uh, just leave it at that. He is a pale green. That's okay. We'll go with that. Uh, what's the other one? Purge? Yeah. Purge. Yep. Okay. Uh, the, the artwork, the artwork so far has been great. And absolutely, really, really strong stuff. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of waiting and seeing where all this is going. I like all the mid-card uh, talent getting some upgrades or getting some additions. And uh, I'll be very interested to read the story. I always look forward to these sets. So uh, this is what brought me to the dance to begin with. So I'm looking forward to, the, to reading the whole thing. Sounds good. Well, on the legend side of things, for the uh, TNT Hall of Fame 4 set, we had two huge names announced in the last couple of weeks, two brand new names to legends, uh, two signings that were pretty recent in the, in the last year or so, uh, and for many people, maybe, maybe the headliners for the set. Uh, two weeks ago, we had the announcement of the Russian Nightmare, Nikita Koloff, and this past Friday night, we had the announcement of Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff. Uh, we talked about this on Roll Up. Uh, that uh, Nikita was a, a long-time attempt to get signed, and uh, thanks to the tag team of Mike Molesky and Jerry Briscoe, primarily Jerry Briscoe, and Mike gave him credit for that, uh, it finally came true this past spring at a, at a wrestling convention out, out east. Uh, Orndorff as well came around in the last year. Um, I believe Mike Mojo was kind of the main uh, um, helper in, in getting him signed, kind of worked with Paul's son and uh, to get him signed. So this is a really awesome uh, addition to the game, two really awesome additions to the game. Uh, let's go over to Sue. What are your thoughts on on either of these legends? I, I think either one of these guys could be considered a headliner for the set. I think these are two enormous names. Um, just again, and I've said this a thousand times, but even four or five years ago, I would have said, no, nah, we would never get these names. But you know what? It is amazing how much this game has progressed over the last few years and in terms of just the overall roster. And I think these are awesome names. Nikita obviously can use him as a heel. You can use him as a face too, uh, but you can build a Russian super stable. If you so desire, Mr. Orndorff, you can do many things with, you can have a lot of fun with some tag team action in legends with Paul Orndorff because he's got plenty of uh, former tag mates available for him to uh, team up with. So I think these are fantastic names. Agreed. Agreed. Tim? Well, I think, I think just the kind of the, how big they were as announcements, I think you could tell from the discussion board because, but my God, once, when both of these guys got announced, man, people were just, you know, commenting constantly. It was great. Um, really nice to see the interest in both of these people. I think it's a, 
you know, great that we could could get them signed and get them out. And uh, it just continues the TNT set greatness that uh, we've we've been on a roll here, and hopefully we can even keep this up for next year. But but I, by God, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Uh, like, like some, you know, I don't want to be like the people on the board that are like, you know, this set looks really good, but I wonder what they're going to do next year. Yeah. So I, I don't want to jump there, but no, I think it's, I, I think these two guys are are just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Or you don't want to be like those promoters who the week after they receive the new set are like, okay, what's the next set? Who's going to be the next set? Thank you, Tim. Chad, what are your thoughts? I know you were a big Paul Orndorff fan. Oh man, I am so excited. I love Mr. Wonderful. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I had the opportunity to meet him at the TNT when he was there 2018 ish, 2019, uh, sometime like 17, that. 17, I believe it was. 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm glad there are a lot of people behind the scenes working. You know, I know we you know we bag on the people who say, who's next? But you know what? God bless their enthusiasm. It's better than them not buying sets. So Absolutely. we appreciate everybody's Absolutely. enthusiasm, even though we sometimes tease you and say, Book the 100, 150 other wrestlers we got there, people. Yes. And I'm excited for Nikita. I'm excited for this set. You know me. I'm easily excited. Yeah. This is going to be a really really fun set, promoters. Uh, I believe, as as was said on roll-up, there's going to be one more name announced, and then the last two will be surprises come Galacticon. So wait and see. All right, now now we're going to get into our main event of the week, which is questions from you, the promoters, and Ask Us Anything episode. And as I said, uh, we're going to break this up. I believe I counted 27 questions uh, submitted by you, promoters, and some of those were were multi-part questions, so just counting posts uh, more than questions. Uh, But thank you again. We do appreciate all the content and all the great topics you sent to us uh, by various means. Um, And we're going to kind of go around, and uh, each one of us can kind of take turns asking one of the questions. So, Chad, why don't you kick things off with our first question? So, question numero uno is from Bucky749. Did you ever use the Headlock, the Last Territory set, or any of the 80s Mania sets in your fans? Bucky, here's my answer. No. Um, I've never even seen the Last Headlock set. Or I don't, Is that the one? I don't know what that is. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm aware there was a set called the Headlock, the Last Territory set. Never used it. I have the 80s Mania set. Um, I enjoyed that game at first, then I lost all my information in some update or something, so I kind of became disenchanted, disenfranchised, disemboweled, discombobulated with it. But then I like the cards. The cards are cool, and I remember when uh, Chris Goss was making the cards for the team that may be somewhere similar to the Rockers, he asked, how would you make a team if they were based on the Rockers? So I did have a hand in, in making those stats a little bit, mm-hmm. but like the cards just haven't used them yet honestly i would probably be more apt to use those in a champions of the galaxy era fed because i'm not going to miss uh mix and match um those kind of fictional cards with legends wrestlers right because as i've said we have enough legends wrestlers we got 150 and the numbers keep climbing exactly exactly uh Stu, any experience with either of these sets yeah i use the 80s uh 80s 80s, 80s mania i can't remember the name of it anyway mm-hmm. yeah. i used i used those sets quite a bit in my bootleg fed uh jet set strutter laser and dude brohan are all uh prominent names that have been used in my aaw so i've had a lot of fun with those sets so they've, they've been great as far as i'm concerned is headlock i'm trying to remember was there a comic associated with it too or something yeah i didn't mm. get it i remember I remember it coming out, but no, I, I didn't get the set, although it intrigued me the one time I read over it. Yeah. Okay. Tim? 
I will say that uh, both of these also intrigued me as well. Um, but I don't own either of them and uh, have never played uh, with with the, any of the cards from either of those. Yeah, and I'll I'll too add that I have not used any of the cards in my Fed. Like Chad, I would be more inclined to use those in a in a Champions of the Galaxy Fed. Um, I've liked the eighties eighties mania cards that I've seen. You know, you can obviously see the wrestlers to whom they're paying homage uh, and everything. And I think I, I kind of helped Chad a little bit with the 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 Rockers esque team, and I'm blanking on their names right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, really really fun sets. I definitely would not mix them into a Legends Fed. I'm, I'm as I've said before, kind of kind of a purist. Um, not even really willing to use a lot of legends bootlegs, uh, just just the official ones we have because we have so many names. Well, thank you, Bucky749, for that question. Stu's going to take our next question uh, from someone he knows quite well. Yes, this next question comes from, well, I don't know if it's loyal listener, certainly loyal spouse, uh, Caroline Lowry. She is interested in the panel's response to this question. And let me pull it up so I make sure I don't butcher it. If you were a wrestler, gentlemen, would you be a face or a heel and why? Uh, so, Corey, let's uh, start with you, sir. You know, I mean, I'd like to try both, but I think I'd, I think I would enjoy being a face. Um, I, I think I just uh, like the attention and uh, the, uh, the the cheers of the crowd. Um, not to say that I wouldn't get into being booed. I would. I think I would play that up and have a lot of fun with that. But uh, I think overall, I, I would enjoy being a face. I could see that about you, Corey. It would be hard to boo you. Um, oh, thank you. All right, let's go up in Buffalo. I, I think I know the answer to this one, but uh, Tim, uh, what would you be, sir? Well, you know, I, I think I would I would probably be a heel, although I would be one of those that would likely be a face to everybody over the age of 50. Um, <laughs> you know, just the You'd grumpy... You'd be Jim Cornette's favorite wrestler. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I would be the grumpy, disenchanted wrestler that uh, that younger fans hated, but old people just thought was great, and people would hate me in Canada. That that's that's gotta that's gotta happen. That is um, brilliant booking. Yeah, there you go. So so I think yeah, I, I I would I would definitely lean toward the heel side of things. Excellent. Thank you very much, Tim. Cor uh, Corey, I've already done you. Chad, how about yourself? Oh, I'd be a face. I'm totally a kisser of babies and shaker of hands. Don't shake the babies and kiss the hands. You got to make sure you do that in the right sequence. <laughs> but then people wouldn't like me. So then they'd make me a heel. And then I'd turn back as a baby. I mean, I would probably go back and forth a lot because I'm fluid. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Thank you, sir. Uh, I think I would be a heel because I've made a career out of being a nice guy and I'm sick of it. And so I'd rather just be a heel and uh, live out all my inhibitions and piss off everybody. I don't know if I wanted to be a would like to have been a heel in the '60s and '70s. That would be a different ball game. But now, when heels can actually hear some of the cheers of the crowd, uh, I wouldn't mind doing it. Uh, I think I would definitely be a heel, and heels have more fun. So, thank you, Caroline Lowry, for that uh, for that outstanding question, and appreciate your input, gentlemen. All right, our next question is an audio question sent in by James Irish from Discord. Uh, so let's hear that audio right now. Hello, gentlemen of the Uncharted Variety. My question is this. For whatever reason, be it a new media format or some unforeseen event, the Legends line has to be restarted once again, and a new starter set is required. What 18 Legends, under contract, are making your cut? Keep up the good work, guys. And as a bonus question, could someone tell me where I can get a new t-shirt? 
All right. Thanks, James, for that great question. And thank you for sending an audio clip. We love putting audio uh, from other promoters into our show. Tim, uh, let's direct this question to you. You know, I, it, it's just so tough if you're trying to pick 18 guys out of all the ones that have al already been done. Um, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'd probably go with a little bit more mid card just to kind of build a, a set more, you know, more of a, a fed. So you could kind of start with the 18 and, and work the 18. Um, but yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, I think most of the people in that set would probably be in the redone set. Um, I'm not sure I could, I could pick 18, but I would, I would definitely try to have a little bit of mid card and then maybe throw like one undercard guy in there just to make it a little bit easier. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that would be, be how I would, I would probably do it. I, I don't know names. I, I would have to really, you know, spend a lot of time going through the sets, but I, I thought the first set was pretty well put together as it was. Um, as far as the bonus question though, uh, oh, yeah. I, I do, um t-shirts geez um hmm. what do you I know, don't know. That, um you know i do know a place do you i i think i do because all he would have to do he doesn't even have to leave his house what? and i don't know he, he i don't know if he's agoraphobic or not but if he is he, he i got a deal because all you got to do buddy you just go to your computer you go to tkostore.com that's right t-e-e-k-o store.com you can get all quality merchandise there quality t-shirts especially the uncharted territory shirts with our new design as well just fantastic stuff very easy to get to tkostore.com t-e-e-k-o store.com excellent well thank you tim for answering both of james irish's questions uh sue what are your thoughts on james's first question narrowing down the original roster to 18 I don't think I would change much as the, the, or in terms of the overall uh, makeup of the set. I might add Raka just because I really enjoyed how Raka turned out. And I love the artwork on that. Um, was Bach in the first, Bachwinkle in the first set? No, not, not, not the first color set. No. Yeah, I would probably switch him out with somebody because I, I really come to I mean, Bachwinkle in my fed. He's, he's the greatest legend of them all in, in terms of the history of my fed. So I, I've, really have enjoyed his cards and would probably put him in there. But other than that, no, I don't think I'd do a whole lot of switching. I, I like that first set. I, I agree with Tim in terms of getting to get a little more mid card talent in there. So I just added two main eventers. So I don't know what that really does for me, but uh, uh, other than that, I mean, I had, I have no qualms with that first set. It was, it was a good, uh, strong entry into the color world for uh, legends of wrestling in general. Okay. Chad? You people put no thought into this. I made a list, and this may not have sold any copies. This is the Chad Olson Makes Me Happy set. It would be headlined by Nick Bockwinkle, Bob Backlund, Jack Briscoe, Jerry Briscoe, Bobby Eaton, Stan Lane, Buddy Rose, Doug Summers, Dynamite Kid, Dave Boy Smith, Bruce Brody, Stan Hansen, Rock Riddle, Rick McCord, Kenny J, Jake Millman, Sam Houston, and Scott Casey. Wow. here. Yeah, that's wait, that only might only be 16. Hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Nope, that's 18. Suck it, people. Mentions? I put one minute of thought into this, and this would make me happy. And I would do special edition cards for Bobby Heenan and Jim Cornette as managers. Uh, there your honor. Freaking yeah. 
Well done. James well done. Irish, thank you for your question. I'm sorry everybody else pulled up lame like a horse at the Kentucky Derby and didn't put any thought in here. No, Ooh, hey. I like the original set. I'm not going to make any changes. No, hey, I even read Opportunity. I made a list. I made oh, a list. Oh, Corey made a list. Yay, yes, the Olsen brothers. Yes, I yes, have no and list. And Tyler. <laughs> no, I, that's why I let you guys go first. I could make my list. But I did put thought into it. Um, so who's on the list? That's what we need to know. Here's my list. Here's my list. Here's my list. Now they're you're gonna hear a lot of the same names from the original, the actual original set. I tried. Wait, to do a few wait more. that's what? the whole original set. What are you no, doing? No, 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 essentially, no. what Tim you just put it on a list instead of saying you like <laughs> no. the original set. That's not I, that's not creative. I just pulled out the handbook. No, uh, but I'd be I'd do a few more natural tag teams in the set, or some guys that could be you know singles or tag. So I'm just gonna read the list here. Uh, I'd keep Luthez, Harley Race. I'd add Antonio Inoki, Big Van Vader. Uh, keep Hacksaw Duggan. Uh, I'd add Boris Zukov. I'd have the Rock and Roll Express. I would do Midnight Express of Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane for the first set. I'd, have, I'd keep the Road Warriors in there. Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov could be singles or tag. Um, I would add Boogie Woogie Jimmy Valiant um, to kind of have more of a mid-card guy. Uh, I'd add Rick Rude. Uh, King Kong Bundy, again, being one of the, one of the first legends uh, that was signed officially. And then I would do Paul Orndorff. And that would be Very my nice. set. You have a lot of guys that could kind of go face or heel, so... Yeah, if I had more time, maybe I, you know, maybe in five minutes I'll change my mind. But that's my that's my roster for now. It's clear to me that the Olsen boys were uh, high achievers, and Tim and I are just brutal slackers. <laughs> oh boy, I, I it's actually because it's because you guys went first, and I just had time to make a list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Amen. Well, thank you, thank you, James, for sending that in, especially for the audio format. Uh, our next question is from uh, average Reddit user, aka Jackson, and Jackson asks, uh, "My question is the eternal problem promoters have. How do you deal with situations where you've got a great medium or long-term storyline idea, but the dice seemingly throw up roadblocks at every turn? At times, of course, it can lead to something better, but if it doesn't, it can be feeling frustrated and stagnant." Love the pod. Well, thank you, Jackson, for that great, great question and. Uh, uh, thank you for sending it in. This is a question that seems to come up a lot on the discussion board. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll start. Um, I, you know, it's it's hard to, uh, it, it is, does get frustrating when that happens. Uh, but, you know, I think, I, like you said, sometimes something better comes along. And that's kind of the, for me, kind of the creative part of the game. It's like, okay, somebody's been injured or somebody lost the title to somebody I didn't want to win the title or, you know, so all these all these different things that happen because of the dice rolls. Um and you know that that kind of pushes my creativity. What can I make out of this mess, and uh, how can I, I rescue this? So that's it's frustrating, but there's also a fun side to it for me personally. Chad, what do you think? Well, yeah, I think if uh, if everything turned out the way we intended with the game, it would be fun. But I think the challenge is actually when things don't turn out the way you want, and you have to okay back to the drawing board. You know. Freaking Luthez lost, lost to Kenny J, so now I got to fix this. So, um, yeah, to me, that's part of the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Tim? You know, it does suck. I mean, when, you, when you've got this thing that you've got planned out and you're really looking forward to it, and then all of a sudden the, the dice just kind of hose you, I mean, it's no fun at all. Um, you know, I talk about when I was playing my, my NWF, uh, I had, I had this whole thing because I plan out, I, I book out, you know, pretty far in advance. And I had this whole thing where I was going to have the destroyer come back in after he had left for a while and come back. And I just had this feud where he was going to 
kind of fit in after this feud kind of burned out. Well, the feud didn't burn out. I, I expected it to go maybe three or four months of game time, but it just kept going and going and going. Um, and he never came back. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it, 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 it's horrible. Uh, I think like Chad said, though, I mean, that's part of the problem is once you do that, it's like, well, okay, since this is happening, you know, how do I compensate for this or what, what else can I do? Um, and, and try and make it work. But the other thing is, you know, if you've got something and it, and it doesn't come to fruition, you know, keep it in your back pocket because there may be a, you know, something might happen, something else might happen down the road where all of a sudden now that you could fit that in where maybe something, something, you know, didn't work when you were playing you know, with, with that idea originally. Um, but that's all I, that's all I got for you. But yeah, I know that it definitely stinks when you, when you hit those roadblocks. Oh yeah, for sure. Soup. Oh, I've, I've had that happen numerous times. Uh, and I don't have a whole lot more uh, insight to add to this other than more and more, I kind of let the dice book the game for me. I mean, uh, I plan out my champion schedule a little bit in terms of opponents on the horizon. But when the dice give me a feud and an opportunity, I run with it. And they oftentimes are much better bookers than I am. So I tend to rely more upon the dice, which is uh, helped me. Uh, well, I mean, it's been fun. Uh, it still gives me a pretty good creative flow and I run into less of this uh, problem, but I mean, it's, it's, again, it's a, it, that's the fun. You're kind of booked into a corner by the, by the dice and how you're going to get out of it. I think that's a lot of the fun of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. They gotta, you gotta roll with the punches, roll with the changes. Very good. Chad, take our next question, please. This question comes from Lee who asks, what is everyone's favorite movie? Tim. So the, the cool thing is that, that my favorite movie is also the greatest movie ever made. And that is Casablanca. Um, it, I, I'm a big fan of old black and white movies. And I just think that is honestly the perfect movie. The characters are all great. There's a lot of dialogue that's quotable. Um, the story is fantastic. There's a big, there's a big self-sacrifice thing. There, the, the airport scene at the end, I could pretty much quote the whole thing. Um, they're in early in, in the movie, you'll see characters just wandering in the background that wind up having a role later on. It's like everybody is important to the plot. I think it's the best movie ever made. Uh, and every time that's on TV, I will at least at least watch part of it. Um, Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, um, uh, Paul Henreid, uh, uh, Claude Rains. I mean, Sidney Greenstreet, Peter Lorre, just a great cast. Um, but but that is my favorite movie. All right. Show of hands. Who else has seen this movie? Okay. So the crowd goes mild. Good. Never seen it. Just I've to seen be clear, listeners, scene. just to be clear, listeners, no hands were raised. No <laughs> hands were raised. No animals were hurt. Oh, Tyler oh, raised Tyler. his hand. Tyler's coming right. in. Tyler with the run-in. Stuart, what's your favorite movie? Uh I have one and an honorable mention, if I may. Um that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, I think my all-time favorite movie is The Shawshank Redemption. I mean, that works on a lot of different levels. Uh, if you want just a good buddy movie or a movie about friendship, it's that. If you want to get really deep and get into the spiritual realm, it's that. Uh, there is, there's so many components about that movie that just really make it click for me. So that's the sublime. Now to the ridiculous. 
first time I ever saw airplane, I about died from laughter. And I will, I will laugh at that <laughs> anytime it is on or any of its genre. That is my sense of humor to a T. So uh, close to being the greatest movie ever made. Great. Corey. Well, this is one where I could do honorable mentions for days and days. Um, one of my favorites is, um, this will be my honorable mention, Meatballs, the camp, the <laughs> summer camp movie starring Bill Murray, mainly for the line that has become part of our wrestling coaches staff's uh, theory or, or motto, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I forgot that's right. He's, he's, he's Woody the Wabbit. <laughs> Woody the Wabbit, yep. Woody the Wabbit. Um, and then as far as my number one, that you know, it kind of changes, but I would say my, my most consistent answer is Back to the Future, part one. Uh, part two followed closely behind. Um, part three was good. Not, not as much. Didn't enjoy that as much with the whole Western theme, uh, but, uh, but one and two, def one, one definitely. Um, our kids love the movie and uh, uh, just a, a, a fun movie, very quotable. And yeah, that's, that's my pick. Right. I would say from, I mean, this is a super tough one, but it is. if I'm going to exclude Star Wars, the whole freaking franchise, because I love all that, everything, even the ones that aren't as good, I still enjoy. Um, so the one that I consistently stop on the most, if it's on, I own in multiple formats is Jaws. Nice. I love that movie. I, I've read the book. I, yeah, I say we need a bigger boat. Probably once a week, and I apply it to everything we can. And the whole part with Robert Shaw talking about the USS Indianapolis is just amazing. So that Robert Shaw is Shaw's great in that movie. He's that fantastic. Movie steals despite, the movie, despite being in the bag. Probably the whole movie, if you listen to legend and lore. So, mm. all right, thank you, Lee. All right, uh, Stu, take our next question. All right, Corey. This next guest question comes from loyal listener Ken West. And he asked, since we have a Chad Olson card, what are the chances of getting a Cowboy Tim Dalton Legends of Wrestler manager card? And Ken went on to elaborate that he would team him with other famous Daltons like Frank and Andy. And he says, take my money now. So, uh, Tim, why don't we start with you? Corey, I was just going to say that. Corey put in the chap would Tim wear buttless cowboy chaps. <laughs> and I was thinking the same thing. What? Why wouldn't I? That would yeah, be the exactly. Question. If you want a Tim Dalton cowboy card, I couldn't mind. get that image out of my mind. Oh, Howdy. <laughs> See him with a hobby horse. I will say that when, when Andy Dalton was, was coming out of college and was going to get drafted, I was really hoping that the Bills or the Redskins would draft him so that I could get a, a jersey with Dalton on the back because I thought that would be pretty cool. That would have been cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say there's zero chance of that happening since I've never actually managed. Uh, although I, I do like the whole Dalton, you know, the, the whole Dalton theme. When when I grew up, we used to have a sign at our front door uh, that was like a like a bandit, like a you know guy with a with the like the bandana over his face, so you couldn't see him with, with carrying the two six shooters. Um, that that uh, I, I think my father had that that done up by somebody that he knew. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the theme, but I, I just don't think that's uh, that, that's in the in the future. Very well, thank you, Tim, uh, Corey, or Chad. Do y'all have anything to contribute to this? I think the the, the nope. logical one to nope. go to. Keep moving Tim. on. And now I got to get rid of that chap image. Chap. God, God bless you, Ken. Though for a <laughs> provocative question. 
Thank you, Ken West. Corey, please take it away, please. Yeah, actually, Tim can take our next question. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, this one's from Mr. Vegas, uh, Zeke Gould, our, our, our friend and, and uh, you know, uh, constant uh, uh, player and, and uh, you know, definitely a presence on the board. Uh, he says, since you have done at least one episode devoted to hockey, which we have, uh, what did you guys think of the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cups uh, two weeks ago? It seems the Eichel trade between Vegas and Buffalo was a trade that actually helped out both franchises. Uh, my immediate thought is, I don't follow hockey, so it doesn't really apply to me. Um, I knew that they traded Eichel, which I thought was silly uh, because there was some issue with what he wanted to do to, to uh, repair from an injury um, and wound up being the trade. I don't know who they got. I don't know because I just don't follow hockey. But I will defer to the other people on this on this podcast who may follow hockey and may have a, a cogent response. Gentlemen? I mean, I, I like watching hockey. I live in the state of hockey. I don't follow it enough, but I know all I know, you know, I know the Vegas team is still pre pretty new, what, maybe six years old, something like that. Um, so congratulations, you know, winning the Stanley Cup. So, so I think they went to the, I, I think they went to the finals their first year when they were, it was against the right. Cavs. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. Okay. I was, um, um, but, but yeah, I don't have much to say. Go ahead, Sue. No, I was just, I was just going to say, I'm happy that they won. I was definitely pulling against them when they, when the Capitals finally won their first Stanley Cup, I, it was 2018, I think. So uh, pretty remarkable story and how quickly they have uh, risen to the top in that sport. I don't profess to know one player, um, but I think it's a cool story. And I was more than fine with them winning it this time because I definitely was rooting against them the last time. I mean, I like hockey because of the unmitigated violence, but uh, I don't really pay attention. I know that um, I know that the Golden Knights won because Zeke was happy. And if Zeke's happy, hey, I'm happy. Peace. Well said. So sorry, Zeke, we couldn't add much to that, but uh, thank you. Very good question. All right. Our next question is coming from a promoter that I believe is coming to Waterloo, and I look forward to meeting him for the first time. That is Sinestro24. Uh, Sinestro asks... If you'd been at Pete Beck's house, you could have met Sinestro earlier. I know. So Sinestro24 asks, with the fifth and final Indiana Jones movie coming out on June 30th, which now it is out, uh, how do you guys rank the films in the franchise? This has become a serious lunchtime debate at my work. Um, I would say for me personally, uh, first two, probably in order, you know, one and two. Um, three, I remember pretty well because I was about, I think, nine or ten when that came out. I have not seen the fifth one yet. I would like to see it. Not sure if I'll get the chance to. I'm very intrigued by it. It's, it appears, uh, it, well, yeah, he said it's the final one in the, of the franchise, so I'm, I'm curious to see how it all wraps up. Um, I saw four in the theater uh, with a bunch of friends when I lived in Nebraska and was very underwhelmed, I'll say. Um, you know, I wasn't, wasn't a big fan of that. So I'd probably just go one, two, three, and then maybe number five, depending on how it turns out, and then four. Chad? I mean, I'd go one, two, three, four, and I haven't seen five yet, but I'm looking forward sure. to seeing it. My son Connor saw it last weekend, so it was pretty good. I think Emily okay. and I are going this weekend. I mean, I don't think four was horrible. I don't, you know, sometimes people get so wound up about what they watched from the early days they kind of get yeah. a little crabby you know like with the star wars movies too so mm -hmm. i didn't think four was freaking terrible or anything i like the whole yeah. alien schmazzle at the end but yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing five um i started actually watching the young indiana jones chronicles are on disney plus now and i i watched the first episode of that because i was in college and 
heavily intoxicated at the time, so I never watched it when it was on before. Um, but yeah, I love me some Indiana Jones. So maybe next week I can give an update if we record next week. But we may not record next week because by this time next week I'll be in Waterloo mm-hmm. up to my snout in wrestling and probably on the way to go get T-Bolt from the airport. Ah, T-Bolt. Nice. He's flying in by dredgeable. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, what are your thoughts on the Indiana Jones? It was cheap. <laughs> um, well, one and two in that order. What was three? I'm having a hard time. John Connery was his dad. And yeah, I like what you're saying. When he was a kid. Like three. Uh, so yeah. uh, actually, I put three maybe ahead of two. Didn't see four. And I may be the only one in America who has zero interest in seeing an 80-year-old Harrison Ford play Indiana Jones. I just, I can't get beyond it. I can't. <laughs> that's that's valid. That's valid. Steve. Where do you rank green aliens versus old Indiana Jones in your well, hierarchy that's a very good of question. things that bother oh. you? <laughs> huh? And for that, tune in next week and I'll oh. give a dissertation. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Tim? Um... Well, I'd rank, I, I think Raiders is number one. I mean, just that, that, that was just a blowaway movie when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. I would say Last Crusade second. Um, I would put the Crystal Skull movie, which people hated uh, ahead of Temple of Doom only because mm-hmm. Karen Allen came back and I love, I'm a, I'm a mark for Karen Allen. So that, that, sure. that, that, that popped me when, uh, when she came back and Temple of Doom, I would, I would put, I haven't seen Dial of Destiny yet. Um, I'd put Temple of Doom fourth. Um, Although that freaking minecart chase is just amazing, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, you know, I got to give it up for that. But the the rest of the movie just didn't do a lot for me. Okay, very good, very good. Thank you, Sinestro. Chad, what is our next question? Our next question is Grant. Why? I'm, I'm not. I don't know why. It was just a question. Why not? Why not? That's what I say, Grant. Thank you, Grant. Because I said so. That's why. Oh. Corey? I was just going to say because. All right. There you go. Hope that was, he, was question, he just man. intrigued why the we're having a conversation of ranking Indiana Jones at lunchtime? Or I don't know. Well, I, I, do, I couldn't figure it out if that was particularly the sequence of that or if it's just a question. Okay. It is yeah. a question. I, I could see Grant just asking that as, the, as his question. So thank you, Grant. And Grant, if there's more, please add it. <laughs> All right. Well, Stu, Sue's going to take our last question for this show. We will get back to all the other questions at some time. But, Sue, what is our final question for this week? This one comes from loyal listener Pete Beck, uh, otherwise known as Death Knight 2. Uh, he asks, so besides the big five, uh, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, and, of course, professional wrestling, what, uh, what are the other sports you enjoy either playing or watching? And Pete said for himself he enjoys playing and watching uh, volleyball of the indoor variety and team handball which i was very impressed by pete that's that's interesting i've only seen that in the olympics um so and he and he's also become a fan of soccer which i get that that too and he's a fan of uh, arsenal so there you go so Spiders we'll start that discussion arsenal? Is that what's something that different? Spiders, no not that Spiders club? no something different <laughs> he could be for all i know but um we'll, we'll i mean his- i want to look at the big five not a super big fan of basketball <laughs> Like I said, I like, I mean, I like, I like the other sports, obviously wrestling. And, we I need mean, to move hockey maybe off that list, but I mean, and <laughs> I don't know if he's just talking about pro wrestling. Cause obviously I love amateur wrestling too. During the pandemic, I enjoyed the uh, emergence of uh, bags or cornhole 
as a spectator sport that was on the Ocho or whatever channel that was. That was kind of exciting. Very nice. Thank you, Chad. Uh, Corey, what are your, what are your um, well, thoughts? Again, yeah, kind of like Chad said, I'm not sure when Pete mentions wrestling, if he's including amateur wrestling. So I'm going to, I'm going to include amateur wrestling, obviously coaching it, but uh, you know, I love, love the sport. Uh, I've grown to like soccer. You know, I, I, you know, I don't really, I, I kind of watch the, the world cup and the international tournaments when they come around, but I, I coached it for four years in high school, not because I knew anything about it, just because nobody else would. Uh, so I've, I've kind of grown to love it in that sense. And my oldest son plays it and my kids like it. So, uh, so soccer is a popular one. And then I've kind of caught this one on, uh, on online a little bit on like Instagram and YouTube. Um, I can't remember what they actually call it, but it's just professional slapping. Or have you seen this? Dana White's league. Oh yeah, that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, That's just yeah. dumb. I mean, just just for you know, for for laughs. I mean, not not. Uh, there's only so much you could watch, but they they slap each other hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Uh, that's mm-hmm. an excellent list. Tim, how, Tim, how about yourself? Well, you know, there's always park golf, uh, which yes. I, I think is you yes. know probably the emerging sport, uh, you know, ahead of soccer in the U.S. Um. But other than that, I mean, I, I've been watching quite a bit of Wimbledon. I haven't been able to watch a complete match, but I've been watching, you know, back and forth, different different pieces of different matches. Um, I, I've always been a fan of tennis. I, I've kind of gotten off it in the past few years. Um, it just seems like the uh, like the men, men's tennis especially became like a, a service game where guys were just serving at 130 miles an hour. So either everything's an ace uh, return winner or, or uh, you know, it, it just there were no rallies or anything. But now it. You know, now the, the return game is picked up and uh, there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on there. So I, I do like watching uh, the tennis. I, I like the doubles uh, competition as well. I used to like that uh, Wimbledon would always have the, the doubles championships on television. And um, I, I always thought those were uh, kind of unique as well. But those are probably the two that come to mind. Cool. Thank you, Tim. Well, just to rival the Olsons, I made a list of the other sports that I enjoy uh, besides the big five. Um Always have enjoyed following the PGA golf tour. Uh, my dad loved golf. He played golf literally almost till the day he died. So I've, I've definitely had a love of golf most of my life. I, li- I like the, the majors. Hang on, tennis. hang on, Stu. Yeah. Boxing. How did I forget boxing? I play a hey, bunch I of boxing. You would say games. that. <laughs> Good God, I'm an idiot. Boxing. Put boxing on my list. If I made a list, boxing would have been on it. I tell you what, I'm going to add it to my list for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I do enjoy the majors in tennis. Uh, Wimbledon is a lot of fun. I agree wholeheartedly with what Tim has said. I, I miss the tennis of my youth when it was was a lot of volleys going on between the men. Um, it is it is kind of a power game now, but I still still enjoy the majors in terms in, in the tennis in the world of tennis. Boxing certainly up there. I liked uh, all the stuff that top rank boxing has been doing the last few years. We're actually getting some good fights now, so that's been enjoyable. Um, a sport I would have loved to have played, never had the opportunity. It just wasn't in public schools was lacrosse. I would have absolutely loved to have played lacrosse growing up. And I, I do enjoy a little bit. Certainly, I enjoy college lacrosse. Uh, UVA's University of Virginia has one of the best programs in the country. So it's, it's kind of a college med town in terms of that. So enjoy watching that both uh, well, mainly on the ACC network. Um, soccer, I do enjoy. Um, I really enjoy World Cup soccer. And I, lo- I like soccer primarily because I can sit down, start a game and know that it is done in two hours. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing with very limited commercial interruption. In sports, that's not a bad thing. 
And then last, but certainly not least, uh, I, I still love the Olympics. Uh, they're not quite as uh, quite what they were uh, in terms of the amateur ideal is certainly dead, but enjoy track and field, enjoy uh, swimming quite a bit. So I've always enjoyed the Olympics, uh, both the winter and the summer. I don't really have a preference. Um, I like curling quite a bit for some odd reason. Can't tell you the rules, but it's strangely hypnotic. So uh have enjoyed watching that too. So excellent question, Pete. And gentlemen, thank you for your input. So that's it on that, Corey. Thanks, Stu. And like I said, we're going to pause on the questions there for this week, but we will get back to these in the coming weeks. Uh, so let's wrap up episode 140 and go around the Zoom room and give our shout outs. Tim, why don't you start us off this week? Well, seeing that I'm so horribly unprepared that I couldn't make a list of 18 wrestlers and, and forgot that I enjoyed watching boxing. Uh, I'm just going to cut it short and say that, you know, thank you for listening and we'll be back with you uh, at some point in the future, uh, regardless, you know, regarding uh, uh, how, how things work out with the, uh, the TNT Hall of Fame with our next exciting ep episode. So we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you, Tim. Stu? Well, depending on when we record at the TNT Hall of Fame, it could be the first episode in which we're all schnockered. So we could, uh, could try that. <laughs> that might be interesting for our listeners. A um, couple of shout outs. Uh, got a, I want to shout out to a fair amount of the UVA baseball team that got actually got drafted in the MLB draft. That was pretty cool to see. Highest one would have been Kyle Teal, who was the catcher. He went within the top 20. So that was excellent. And then, uh, that program continues to, to be a strong program in the world of college baseball. So really cool to see. Second shout out is looking forward to seeing folks at Galacticon. Certainly this fine group of friends here, uh, really in, uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. It's been a long time for me, uh, but, you know, interested, interested and looking forward to seeing all the people that are coming to Galacticon uh, for Galacticon itself. I, don't, I haven't been in 23 years, so this will be the first time for attending that. For Waterloo, I haven't been since 2018. And you know what, guys, for Thursday trivia night, if you show up, put on your Uncharted Territory t-shirt. Let's see some merch. Let's see some merch and support. It won't get you jack squat, except my respect. How about that? And uh, my appreciation for uh, for being patrons of our show. So, and, it, and if we get drunk enough, we'll probably buy you a drink. <laughs> that goes without saying. So, and Tim and I will have lists. Yeah. So uh, other than that, good night, Denmark. Well said, student. I look forward to seeing you. I uh, haven't seen you in 15 years in person, so it's about time for a reunion. And yeah, now that you mentioned that with Galacticon, this will be my first in-person Galacticon in 20, well, 20 years, in 20 years. Yeah, so looking forward to it. Chad. I want to thank everybody who took time to comment on episode 139. Troy, Pike Mojo, Priya, Matt, LA Wraith, Throwing Toasters Vegas, Average Reddit user, Lee Sinestro24, DK2, Tournament Master, Thomas TK, and KB. Thank you for uh, taking time to listen and put comments up there. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to, I have one other thing I want to say, well, I got a, I got a lot of things I want to say, but, um, I do want to give a shout out to my friend, uh, Matt Sheridan his, his father passed away, uh, recently, and he had one of the best quotes that his dad would say. And it was, if you put all your problems into a hat with everyone else's problems, you would fight like hell to get your problems back. So uh, sounds like that was a, a pretty wise saying by a wise man. So um, you know what, Matt, I'm thinking of you, buddy. I hope you're doing well. Um, you know, and as we get ready for the big Galacticon TNT Hall of Fame next next weekend, you know, 
we need to remember and and celebrate the fact that this is a game and it brings us together to have fun and have fellowship and and build these friendships that we've built over 30 some years or over maybe one or two years but it doesn't really matter the fact is that it is a game and we're getting right together to celebrate it and we should all just be cool and have fun and uh with that everybody be excellent to each other and i will talk to you soon well said chad thank you um, I'll give attention to our fellow Filsinger Games content providers out there. Of course, Sam, Mike, and Todd over at Roll Up, the official podcast of Filsinger Games. Thank you again for having the four of us on last week for the IPW reveal. Uh, of course, we also have Grandpa Choco at uh, the great uh, Solo Promoter YouTube channel. Uh, Steve Tower at After Further Review, Dave Little at Heartland Championship Wrestling, Lee Longpre in the Dizzy Dice Podcast, Brock Atkinson at Brockster Builds, as well as Brock and Mike's Phil Singer Games Character Spotlight. So thank you, promoters, for putting out so much great content on a regular basis. also want to say thanks to Mike Molesky and Larry Swank, uh, who talked to Tim and me on Monday as we record. We had a little Zoom call for about an hour uh, talking about COTG Online. Uh, they invited us on, being that we, we play COTG Online a bit here and there, and just can, getting our thoughts and feedback. Um, they are working on an update to the online platform. Uh, nothing is in a minute, no set plans or anything, but uh, Larry's got some really great ideas that he shared with Tim and me and, and Mike, of course, too. And uh, we're really looking forward to, to seeing what happens. So thank you for taking the time to do that. And thank you for all your hard work on the on the online version of the game. And as we kind of said, we're not sure if we'll be doing an episode next week or not. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep you posted on everything. Uh, but I definitely look forward to seeing a lot of you in Waterloo, Iowa in a little over a week. And looking forward to the TNT Hall of Fame and Galacticon together at last. Uh, but thank you so much, promoters, for clicking, listening, and downloading. Hey, promoters, it's Corey again, and we would love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topic suggestions, or any other comments and we might include your audio in a future episode of Uncharted Territory. There's two ways you can do it. You can go to tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. Again, tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. You can click the message button and record up to a one-minute message, and we can include that in a future episode. Or you can email us either audio or a written question at our email address, utpodcast twenty twenty at gmail.com. Again, utpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Want to show your friends that you listen to Uncharted Territory? Well, head on over to our store at tkostore.com slash collection slash uncharted hyphen territory. You can choose from a shirt or hoodie with Travis Heckle's great podcast cover artwork or a shirt with a design inspired by one of our favorite bands. While there, check out the other great merchandise at TKO, including shirts of several of the top MMA fighters, including Bigfoot Silva, Tim Sylvia, Ensign Inouye, and more. Need a shirt made for your event or organization? Contact TKO, run by Filsinger Games promoter Justin Bulka, a.k.a. Pike Mojo, to place your order. Again, that's tkostore.com, T-E-E-K-O-Store.com. Insert wolf music.
going to get into our main event tonight, which is questions from you, the promoters. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, did you ask Stu his thoughts? Did I, Stu? Yeah. You did. About, I was, about that was the, the first one. Oh, yeah. okay. I was sleeping. Yeah. Never mind. You're drinking your old-fashioned. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you drinking? But now I know. Mm, old-fashioned. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jay Jackson, for that uh, compliment and uh, really great. Thank you. We'll that... get your name wrong. What? I said thank you. You called him James. His name is Jackson. You called him the wrong name. Okay. You don't really love him. I love him, him and I would have gotten that right. I, I would have gotten that. I, that <laughs> yeah. I love you, Joe John. I made a list with his name. Tim and I compared list. <laughs> I'll see you in Waterloo. <laughs>